You're listening to a fresh new podcast on healing, spiritual development, nutrition, energy work, and sometimes aliens. From the owner of the celebrity acclaimed Raw Republic Juice Bar and Wellness Center in New Orleans, Louisiana, Sheena Manina. Yes, that's her real name. This is Raw Talk with Sheena. Beep, beep. Ooh, ooh. You can't <laughs> confuse people because you started your other one like that. That's how I'm going to start it from now on. No, yeah, please it's the don't. Intro. Like a Mardi Gras parade. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Mardi Gras parade. <laughs> Literally. Welcome, yeah. everyone, to this week's episode. I have a relative of mine up in the recording house. Not to be confused with me. Not to be confused with my adopted relative, Amberly, <laughs> who's also here. Yes. My real life sister. Hi, everyone. Her name is Sherry. Hi. Hey, Shay. <laughs> hey, guys. She's so happy she's, to be here. <laughs> she's so awesome. And you've been having so many things happen recently that I feel like um, are things that we time. talk about on the podcast. So these are it's things true. that I wanted to and things that I've been waiting to hear about from your life. I've been I've been waiting for my audience. You're welcome, audience. <laughs> so um, first of all, what's up? <laughs> well, <laughs> spent a lovely day in New Orleans today. So the last, I guess, month to give everyone context has been kind of crazy for me. I will march. So I super wild quit my job, <laughs> my very corporate black and white job. Mm-hmm. Um, went to India for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then... Wait, so let's back it up. Let's just talk about you as a child. Mm. <laughs> let's, let's go okay. way back. Because, and let's just give everyone kind of an idea of who you are. You're like a pretty logically minded, like follow the mm-hmm. route, follow the... Follow the rules. Follow the rules. Follow the rules. Follow the leader, which is always Sheena. Right. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> Sheena's younger sister. Yeah. yeah. But no, she would not follow me because I was always going not the opposite the way rules. of the rules. Gotcha. And she was like, holy shit, must go the opposite yeah. way. <laughs> must follow the rules now. Right. Must follow the rules for yeah. both of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Uh-huh. So <laughs> Amberly is like witnessing all these patterns happening like before her eyes. And yeah. She's like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that yep. was that was, was a real pattern. About twenty six years of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like graduated early from college, graduated in five years with like a master's. Yeah, a master's. You have like eighty eighty seven thousand letters behind your name, mm-hmm. approximately. Just rounding up six. Yeah, and <laughs> rounding um, down. That's, yeah, so, <laughs> so like a lot of our listeners, which like it's not it's not at all um, it's not saying that that situation didn't serve you that that was like a huge benefit in your life to be in the corporate world for that period of time right like I'm the type of person that needs to see if I can do it and then when I do it I'm over it right and that's exactly what like all of that kind of was yeah like Mm -hmm. I wanted to move so I was raised born and raised in New Orleans I wanted to move I wanted to do something different I wanted a big corporate job I wanted to wear pencil skirts every day and then (laughs) once I was there and I did it I was over it (laughs) You're like, I kind of like what Sheena's doing instead. (laughs) (laughs) Or I kind of like a more laid back life. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, because like going to, it's just the fact that for the most part, like I know when I was in marketing for two years and at at a desk, I truly did feel like 
every single thing that I did, I could probably have gotten done in like a three to four hour time span Mm -hmm. and yeah. And like had a more balanced life. But unfortunately there are just so many programs and structures that Mm -hmm. make corporations feel that they have to operate and be structured in a particular way, which is what, you know, like I do think that our, our generation is not about not working. When we work, we work really hard and we actually create a lot of change very quickly, but we're also not willing to compromise our health anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's just, Mm -hmm. we're moving towards a more conscious life. And I mean, granted I was in a corp, the corporate society, corporate environment a month ago, but they're starting to recognize that. Like you have no idea how many like upper level management would come up to us and speak to us about how millennials feel satisfied, how millennials, want to work what kind of work environment but a corporation is such a slow moving machine yeah in order for change to take place you're moving you know global corporate offices several locations different time zones different mm-hmm. approvals mm-hmm. and it, it does take a lot longer but i think the bug is in everyone's ear yeah, that hey good. this isn't this isn't sustainable yeah. and it's not gonna work but I wasn't willing to stick around to see that change <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah because I was like well I just kind of want to go off on my own yeah, yeah. well so- for instance can I just describe your two physical appearances right now <laughs> yeah Sheena's in uh rose gold Nike sneakers <laughs> hot pink yoga pants uh sweater with holes in it and pants with holes in it and a backwards baseball cap and air dried hair with oil essential oils in it (laughs) and sherry on the other hand has a nice sundress on sandals earrings she washed her hair today she washed her hair this morning blow dried it blow dried it with a round brush (laughs) yeah has makeup on is you know just well you have makeup on too just just a little bit surprisingly yeah. <laughs> surprisingly today but it's just like two polar opposites like sherry's like very put together she was like answering the Thank phone today you. at raw and stuff but it's not like you don't get things done you're like killing it too on so many levels but you're just so not not that right you know but but y'all are so similar at the same time it's awesome Yep. I like um, watching it. I yep. can't wait to hear how we sound next to each other. It might be hard to differentiate who's saying what. Yeah. Yeah. Because when Sherry, when I was staying at your house, Sherry, in Houston, I remember being in the shower and hearing a voice saying, do you want such and such? And I'm like, no. And then I hear Sheena say, she thinks you're me. And I'm like, wait, what's going on? Then I'm like, wait, am I hearing voices? Who? Wait, I thought Sheena was saying something. And then you're like, oh, okay. You realize I thought you were Sheena. Anyway. So sorry in advance if this is confusing. Yeah. Um, I think I have somewhat of a different voice on the podcast. So I think people might be able to differentiate a little bit. Maybe. In real life, it's difficult if I have my eyes closed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so Sherry, has you've been traveling for the probably at least like the past two years Mm -hmm. so my the job I had warned me great things like I was able to travel to countries I probably would have never gone to or never had interest in going to correct Um, (laughs) (laughs) name the countries now (laughs) (laughs) so that was something that was difficult to give up but the last two years have been crazy I mean I got to live abroad all last summer um and even just like talking to people from different countries, it's been great to like see different cultures because mm-hmm. I feel like we don't really in New Orleans. I feel like everyone's kind of in our little Nola bubble. 
Yeah. Well, that's with every, every community, basically you're kind of, you know, but, um, and, and you're just like kind of tapping into what everyone around you is, is interested in if you're living in a community setting, but at the same time you can create the aspects of the community that speak to you, you know, because like I just moved 30 minutes away and have a totally Mm -hmm. different life. So true. And I'm, I'm like making it so that my surroundings match what I want my life to look like in a, in a sense. But I brought up the traveling because I was interested in wondering if you think that traveling broadened your awareness to the point of knowing that it's that the life that you were leading was not sustainable in a lot of ways or was it me (laughs) (laughs) or was it me my energy session on the rooftop of your house remember the first time I ever did energy was on sherry I think mm-hmm. was that the first time that was probably one I of think the first so times. on yeah. our yeah. like outdoor table of our yeah. fourth floor roof like, under the moon less than a mile from the Houston downtown skyline yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was did uh, you think we were awesome. gonna sacrifice you it kind of yeah. looked like that yeah <laughs> well we didn't know what we were doing first of all yeah, <laughs> so we were just you like... could have just started levitating <laughs> and we would have been like shit she's gonna fly away what do we do <laughs> she's flying straight to Switzerland yeah <laughs> which yeah. is where I was going yeah. basically Yep. Yeah. So it could have been any of those things. Um, but I don't think it was traveling in particular. I think traveling does open your eyes and opened my eyes to the fact that like in America, I feel like everyone is so like work, 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 deadlines, mm-hmm. deadlines, deadlines. And that was even like really apparent working with people from other countries. Cause they're like, mm-hmm. that is the, whenever they would ask like, Oh, how should we do this? How do y'all do it in America? Cause that is their like standard. Like the golden standard is how people work in America. Yeah. And you sacrifice your health and for you your sacrifice job. so much for it. Yeah. But in other countries, job is not number one. Right. In America, job is number one because mm-hmm. without that, then you won't get promoted. You won't get right. the salary increases. You won't get the bonuses. And it's just, it's a different mindset. Like I mean, for instance, I work a lot with people from India and they have so many holidays. They have mm-hmm. so many country holidays where they're like, oh, we're not coming to work today. Whereas I know several people that I used to work with that worked through Christmas. Right. That worked like Christmas morning after their kids opened presents. Right. It's like, that's yeah. not healthy. Right. Like right. Even, not even just like physically, like mentally not being able to shut off and say, I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. This project that I'm working on is not, we're not saving lives. Like we're not putting someone's heart back in their chest. Like Mm -hmm. life will go on if I start this tomorrow or the next day. And it's so hard to get people to register that because it is so, it's competitive and that's such a shame. And especially with the technology these days, holding on to like your phone, you're constantly checking your email, even when you get off of work that you probably stayed late for, you get off of work and then you you're go home still and you're checking emails. your email. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. You no one turns off. it Yeah, exactly. You don't shut off. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, my work laptop and my work email on my phone. And mm-hmm. it's like, it, it is hard when you do have like that in front of you to mm-hmm. shut off. Right. But then you have to take a step back and say, okay, that email is still going to be there in the morning when yeah. I log back on. Yeah. Like, nothing's really happening overnight unless you're a global company and people are working yeah. in different time zones. Yeah. Um, which so that you, you have to take a lot of personal initiative to separate because no one else around you is doing that with like a lot of right energy. 
everyone else. It's just easy. Like it's, it's more in the flow of what you're doing to be continuously connected. Mm -hmm. And, and do you think it's, it's fear-based? Like people are afraid, well, if I'm not connected, then I'm going to miss something or someone's going to get ahead of me or yeah. Or someone's going to be waiting on me to do something so that they can take the next step. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's like built in that there's a very Mm fear-based operation at hand. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I love when people have boundaries so like if I feel obligated to respond to an email very quickly, I'm like, oh, this person's waiting on me. I have to, you know, it's even though it's Sunday night at like eight o'clock, I'm like, I have to email them, you know, because they're probably waiting on me. And then if I do it and they don't respond back, I'm like, oh, thank God. It lets me off the hook. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, they weren't waiting on me. And then if they don't respond until like Wednesday, I'm like, okay, good. That makes me feel, feel better. So it kind of let me off the hook. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to create those boundaries for myself too. Cause I'm like, yeah. And it gives others permission to yeah. do the same mm-hmm. thing because if they're waiting on or thinking that you're waiting on them, they're going to feel obligated to send that email. And it, if you might be like, I hope they don't send the email because then that will, I will feel obligated to work, mm-hmm. you know? And if you start setting boundaries, everyone starts setting more and more boundaries. And it gives everyone permission to take a step back and enjoy life more. I and think. putting that kind of like in corporate talk, like if your managers and your upper management sets that example, it's leading by example, right? Mm-hmm. Then right. your, you know, your juniors and your younger professionals will say, okay, well my manager's doing it. So it must be okay. Right. But it's the problem is when your managers don't step back right. and they're the ones spinning that ball and making you feel like you everything is being yeah. working. Yeah. yeah. But I don't want to like down corporate America, this whole podcast. Like I no, feel no. like it's like, it is De- a good thing because like definitely. I said, it did give me like so many opportunities, but yeah. there are some things that I just felt didn't align with me. And so mm-hmm. I wanted to bow out. Yeah, so I did. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And that's not, you know, when we're bringing awareness to something, it's not that we are downplaying the purpose. It's not that we're saying that anyone is wrong. It's just giving people a perspective because some yeah. people are living, um, some aspects of people's lives stay very subliminal and subconscious in a way that they don't know that it's harming them. And so it yeah. bringing awareness and saying like, Oh, holy shit. I actually didn't realize that I just dis- didn't disconnect from my phone or from like, I was talking a couple of podcasts ago about like, I didn't know how involved with social media I was. Mm-hmm. And it really was detrimental to my perception of myself my perception of my business and things like that and um so it's it's just providing an option for people to see like do I relate to that in some way and is it and is it Mm -hmm. something that you know I can because I had all the I had you have all the power at all times a shift in perception can change everything but um but anyway but back to the original question which was did you think that that travel kind of opened your mind like you said that that kind of helped a lot it did. I mean, it did make it make me more aware of how like fast paced and competitive like the yeah. business world of America is and how it is kind of the golden standard to I mean, and this is countries that I've traveled to. I don't know. I haven't been all over the world. Um, I've worked with several people in several different countries, but yeah. just the fact that America is like the almost their standard. Yeah. Um, I told mom, just letting everyone know that I'm psychic that you were going <laughs> to quit your job and you were going to move after Switzerland. Yeah. Because Switzerland is, a, it's very close to Italy. There's like a lot more, um, there's just a lax 
nature to kind of you were in Geneva Europe which is the in biggest general yeah you're yeah. in general but you were also in like a really big city right but I kind of had a feeling that there was going to be like a such a stark difference in like your life in Houston and your life in Europe well and aside from this the city I was in I think a lot of it was different? being alone <laughs> too like I so context background I spent three months alone not alone um, I was the only, I guess, rotator for three months in a different country for my company. And so I was alone. I didn't have my clique. I didn't have a city I was familiar with, a language I was familiar with, an office I was familiar with. So it was very eye-opening, I think, and more than just, like, from a professional standpoint. Personally, too, I think there was a lot of, like, soul-searching and yeah. time to reflect and time to realize, like, <sighs> what so I really want. Good. <laughs> well when everyone around you is speaking a different language you kind of just are like left to yourself and if you don't have wi-fi <laughs> yeah. like seriously if you have to go to a cafe and like yeah. plug in that how like awesome is that you didn't if have you, to do that yeah i had two phones right? you had two phones so i had a swiss phone and a u.s phone my swiss phone <laughs> phones yeah was like <laughs> one for what is it my bitches in my head yeah <laughs> there you go Yep, yep. Two phones. Sheena can't relate to that song. No, <laughs> Sheena s- sings that song like on the regs. Yeah, that's yeah. actually one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Kevin she- Gates. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And this is bad. how we're similar. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's actually the first time that I've ever heard you say anything like that. But th- that's like incredible for people to mm-hmm. understand that like my sister who has been working nonstop basically since she was birthed <laughs> which like Bird 27 years ago <laughs> minus one week birthed birthed <laughs> has been you know and like f- the universe had to create that situation for you to be in Switzerland mm-hmm. away from the distraction that far away yes yeah away from the distractions yeah. away from friends away, away from your normalcy to introspect and to see what's right for you well and even thinking about like Houston all of my friends are in business jobs we were analysts we were consultants sure yeah y'all are all the same I mean it's very much like you're fitting in you're blending in corporate life is is it yes it's how you make money it's how yeah Yeah. and so Mm -hmm. it was easy to just go along with the flow yeah but then once I was removed from the situation and put somewhere Mm -hmm. else where yes there are a lot of people who had corporate jobs in Geneva but it was also a lot of time for my own because it wasn't as demanding exactly (laughs) that's I mean I remember visiting you in Houston and when I would have dinner with all of your friends every single person was talking about the exact same thing (laughs) and I'm just like wait I'm sorry. I don't know if they, I didn't know if y'all realized (laughs) that there was like a whole, like there was like so many other things outside of like work, Mm -hmm. new restaurants, new bars and Tinder. (laughs) Well, yeah, there's Hinge and Bumble. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm so thankful that you got to experience that for yourself because I know all of these next steps that you're taking are so much more inspired. And you're, I feel like you're being so much more gentle with yourself. You're taking care of yourself. I mean, like how long do you think it took from the time that you quit your job and until you actually did feel like you could relax? Well, I'm, I think it took flying all the way to India, realizing I don't have to ever check my email again. I don't have to, I knew I was, 
about to move. I mean, it's been almost a month now and it's been very relaxing. Awesome. Um, it's been very like no obligations to worry, like zero worry, zero mm-hmm. obligations. I yeah. mean, it's been great. It's more <laughs> joyful, yeah. more joyful experience. I pick like what I want to do every day. Not like waking yeah. up, throwing on some eyeliner and running into a job that yeah doesn't satisfy me. Right. Yeah. So what was in, so, so you quit your job, but you were still employed for two weeks and then you went to India. <laughs> it's That's okay. Nice. You don't, I'm sure that your manager is not listening to this. <laughs> your ex-manager. <laughs> That's what awesome. Did, you're, you're allowed. You had vacation, right? Yes. Yeah. So I used vacation time to go to a she friend's, the rules. to yeah. a friend's the wedding rules were in yeah. India. Um, and then right <laughs> after that is when I technically like severed from the company on good terms, but, um, that's good. We talk a little bit more about India cause I didn't get to hear anything about it cause I wanted to hear about it on the podcast cause I love it. It was, <laughs> I don't know if it was, I guess it was the longest trip I've ever taken, um, yeah. without having like work between. So I would travel out for work and work all week and have my weekends. So those trips would be two weeks, three weeks long, but I was working for five of the seven days of the week. So this yeah. is the longest consecutive trip I've taken where I haven't had any obligations. And yeah. we went because it was for a friend's wedding who was getting married in India. Mm-hmm. She's from India. Her family's there. Um, and it was, it was the best trip. That's ever. awesome. Um, we hit four cities. So the wedding it was five events long and wow. their culture was so, and her family were, they were just so welcoming and we were their guests the whole time, like mm-hmm. treated us like we were part of their family. Aww. I mean, from setting up transportation from the airport, setting us up in hotels, like making sure we got rides to all of the events. It was literally like we were waiting. Is there the Uber event, in India? There is, but I guess kind of what Amberly was thinking, Switzerland was like, it was hard for our phones yeah. like to pick up mm-hmm. location and stuff like that. Yeah. But <laughs> it's very common. <laughs> it's extremely common to have drivers or transportation. Yeah. Um, so we just had like would hire a driver for the day and they mm-hmm. would bring us wherever we wanted to go or wherever they felt we wanted to go yeah. because of the language barrier it was kind of just at their mercy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel so free being in a country with no obligations and just like it's really it's very ironic because um India is not a relaxing society at all like it is the busiest place I've probably ever been mm-hmm. and for everyone listening, I have been to New York. Um, <laughs> there are there's streets. With, okay, so first of all, they drive on the left-hand side of the road. Oh, yeah. And the streets say it was how in America would be four lanes wide. Well, there were six cars. Oh, um, about two, you know, like scooters or tuk-tuk type things. Yeah. There were people on motorcycles, like two people, three people. I think the most we saw on one motorcycle was five people. that's Um, awesome a man and a woman woman side saddling because she had her sari on so she couldn't ride straight on the motorcycle he had a child in front and behind him and she had a child on her lap 
one wow. motorcycle. Wow. So all of this is happening at the same time in the road. There's cars driving the wrong way. I mean, nothing about the city itself is relaxing, mm-hmm. but I think my mindset was very relaxed mm-hmm. and like not having. So when we planned it, we kind of made like a rough itinerary, but we didn't plan anything to be like, okay, this day at this time, we're taking right. this tour yeah, yeah, yeah. because everyone was like, it's easier to do India like on a, IST like on India standard time so nothing mm-hmm. in India is on time which I loved I loved that like that's even awesome. the wedding stuff <laughs> even awesome. the wedding stuff they were like okay you know this the holiday starts at noon show up at three we're like oh, wait what will it be over <laughs> yeah. they're like no, no 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 come at three that's like when it'll really be starting so all of the invitations I had, I have a book of of the invitation. <laughs> it's literally a book with like five pages in it with all of the events mm-hmm. and they all have start times. We didn't show up until like two hours after every start time. That's awesome. Like per instruction of the bride. Did people That's drink cool. alcohol at these events? Uh, so the family is Hindu and they drink I mean, they can drink. Um, and at one of the events we did, but that's not like the focus of right, their right. society. Like yeah. we didn't go to a bar once yeah. in two weeks, which like mm-hmm. for you again, is a lot. Context, <laughs> yeah. That is a lot. <laughs> you, and especially on a vacation. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we didn't go to like any bars or nightclubs. Um, we did drink at the one, it was like the fun ceremony where we were like, it was the song and dance for anyone that's familiar. And I'm going to butcher the word, but the Sanjeet or the Sangeet, mm-hmm. um, it's literally, they're like, members of the family and friends do these choreographed dances and there's like an audience <laughs> and they're doing these choreographed dances like love it. presenting the bride and the groom with their like flash mobs essentially <laughs> yeah but there were like five people yeah. and then for some of them the bride joined at certain parts and it was That's so cute. sweet because it's like for a wedding here in our culture like the bride and the groom do everything but for mm-hmm. that it's like oh you're giving them something more than just like a gift like right for these song and dances that people get together and practice and it's fun like coming together yeah. and do like we even quality time tried to do one yeah um and it was fun just like practicing and goofing around and then doing it in front of everyone and everyone after is like oh my gosh y'all did so good like that was so fun I'm so glad y'all got to like be involved in mm-hmm. that and mm-hmm. then after the dance floor opens up and everyone dances just like regular dance floor type stuff but yeah. to maybe the song but like bollywood type music not american not, music not like and Yang so Yang her twins. aunts and stuff were like showing me what to do and we were like doing <laughs> mm-hmm. these little hip movements it was so cute it was so awesome. fun and even cool. the rituals behind their weddings are so meaningful, so meaningful. yeah it's not just um like the the first part we did was the haldi and that was the like turmeric ceremony mm-hmm. so turmeric as probably everyone that's listening and everyone y'all know is very cleansing yeah and so what they do is all the women that are like I think there was probably 20 of us close women to the bride they come and we painted the bride with a turmeric paste on her arms on her face on her feet um pretty much any like exposed skin it was this paste and we literally just painted it on her with leaves her and then there was another like single member of the family like a single woman kind of like the next step to be married Mm -hmm. um and so we painted both of them with the turmeric and that kind of kicks off the what that kicked off the wedding oh. week. So the, so That's you basically gave her like a mask. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's funny. You're going to get a mud bath. <laughs> then I came back and so 
again, background, I'm beginning cosmetology school at Aveda. So I came mm-hmm. back and had orientation. One of Aveda's like lines right now is a, it's called a bridal mask and the active like ingredient is turmeric. turmeric. Yeah. That's awesome. And they, they're like based off of ancient Indian yeah. culture or whatever. And I'm like, well, I was actually at one of those and that's not a lie. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true. Awesome. <laughs> so you, for, I think our listeners, we didn't drop the bomb of what you're doing Mm. in the future yeah we're like yeah. trying to keep it on linear time yeah but she just kind of yeah. semi dropped it yeah so hint. so do you want to tell people what you're doing i'm now? not done with india okay okay <laughs> there's this one thing that happened in india that i really wanted her to talk about okay <laughs> um so that was the first ceremony and then after that was the song and dance one the one i just described where there were choreographed dances open dance floor oh and at all of these it's like food galore like yeah more food than a southern wedding yeah um, that's a lot yeah <laughs> yeah I mean we did not go hungry or starving at all and then after that was the mehendi ceremony with the henna yeah so all of the women they have women who this is their line of work where they just do mehendi for yeah. all of the weddings so there was about five women that came to wear all of we were all like at one of her uncle's houses and they just do our hands and our arms. And there was one station that had different bangles. So we picked out bangles that matched our saris and mm-hmm. that was kind of like your party favor. Um, and then we all like sat there while the bride got her mehendi done as well. Um, and it lasted on me like three weeks. I came back and was like my Indian souvenir, henna. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. So, so the wedding was like five days and then after that you did like some nature things and like so after that we did in India there's a lot of just beautiful palaces and forts and we wanted to visit several other cities um and just like I said relax yeah the I guess which so which you know wants me to bring up is I had known like what Ayurvedic I guess practices were mm-hmm. like I knew the word it's a buzzword and I was like well I mean I'm in <laughs> it's India a buzzword. who is she where does she come from <laughs> it's like saying Chinese medicine is a buzzword yeah like I'm in China Something I need to see so what like ancient. Chinese yeah. well no like you know like current like trending kind yeah. of stuff yeah so yeah, only in like, America though <laughs> yeah to them very normal like yeah. that word is like everyday yeah. usage for us it's a buzzword yeah okay so I'm like I'm in India maybe I should find a yoga studio which actually was a little harder than I thought right and they were like it's gonna be like any yoga studio you go to in America and I was like okay scratch that I want to do an Ayurvedic <laughs> massage and so you know just got on the internet looked up a place crossed my fingers oh my gosh <laughs> took a tuk tuk there and <laughs> I got my first Ayurvedic massage. Okay, so <laughs> what, what does that entail? She's um, so weird. She's such that's, a weirdo. That's terrible if you're calling her weird. No, no it was, um, so I went in blind. Literally. Wait, what? I had no idea what I was signing oh, up for. Oh, I, I mean, like, you, okay, what they do put you, a blindfold what on do you, you think that like, would be? Have, are what? you familiar? No, not at all. Okay, so literally I was just like... I feel like they would just like rub spices on you. Well, okay, I f- okay if I were to intuitively guess, I feel like they would like body type you first and see which like spices would be good for your body mm-hmm. to like rub or oils or something and like go from there. I don't know. Is that close? Um, the oil part was close, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. No spices. So do, the, do they <laughs> do it different... 
like they will create a massage based off of like your body type or because I know I'm familiar with like the different types, body types that they think mm-hmm. that you are and you'll eat like warm foods versus cold foods or, you I know, I think if things. we would have been able to communicate and, <laughs> and have a consultation, yeah. that could have been where it went. <laughs> um, there this was is a lot of hand gesturing okay. before we told them what we wanted. Okay. Like, at one point they were like, okay, they used the word oil and they were, you know, kind of touching all over their body, like showing us that it was a full body. And we were like, yes, yes, that. Mm -hmm. And then they said, um, then they started like going back and forth on their forehead with their hand and touching just this forehead part, kind of like your third eye over and over and over. And Mm -hmm. we were like, okay, sure. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) So in my mind, we had a wedding event that night and I was Uh like, okay, so, you know, we're here for an hour. Average massage is like an hour. I'll go run to the hotel, put dry shampoo in my hair and still make it there in like Indian normal time. Yeah. IST. Right. And so we we're like, sure, that sounds great. Like thumbs up. We paid everything. So we go into our rooms. And like I said, there is a very severe language barrier. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my masseuse, I don't even know if that's the right name. Well, I walk into a room. So I first walk into a room and she just puts like a little lock on the door. But then I saw there was like another door off to the side that was like cracked open. And I'm like, well, I wonder if we're going to shut that one or if like anyone can just come on in when they want. So I just kind of like vaguely noticed this door. And then there was a wooden table, like all wooden, no towels Uh on it, no like sanitary paper, just wooden table. Okay. Okay. Like a picnic table. Um, but it had like a cutout groove where you could oh. see like, I'm eventually going to end up on that okay, table. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so with the language barrier, the masseuse tells me to open and I'm like, Oh, are we opening the door? Are we open? <laughs> and, but she starts pulling on my clothes and I'm like, Oh, oh she wants me to take my shirt off. So slowly one article by one <laughs> with her in the room, I'm now fully <laughs> open, all oh, clothes off. Oh God. All, all clothes. <laughs> okay. This is making me I'm, feel weird. <laughs> Okay. Shit's getting awkward now. Mind, mind you, there's an open door in my, in my uh, yeah. eyesight. Right. In the there's room. like a public. So yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm now nude. Two <laughs> adults in the room, me and this woman, and we can't talk to each other. Oh, so she pulls out a stool and tells me to sit on the stool. And I'm like, ass on stool. Yeah. Ass on stool. Oh, God. And I'm like, okay. All right. So sitting there and she starts giving me a head massage. And I'm like, Oh shit! Well, dry shampoo's not gonna work. Yeah. So she has oil all over her hands and is like rubbing. My, and Ashina, I'm like an oily hair freak. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah, just yeah. asked. I washed my hair this morning. I was like, Does anyone have dry shampoo? Yeah. Like you, oily hair freak. Yeah. So she starts massaging my head with her oily hands. As you're sitting like, there, butt naked. As I'm sitting there, straight up, like I'm in a desk or something. And I'm like, <laughs> with and I'm no nude, like, like with no, no sanitation bra, no, covering of. The, so you don't know who who bare ass sat on that prior okay. or who will awesome. after okay i have no clue <laughs> just, just clarifying okay so that was probably like 20 minutes i love um, this so then she taps the wooden bed still with no towels with no yeah. paper or anything so then i get up on the bed and i'm boobs up <laughs> actual boobs up no towel oh anywhere God. so no so I'm eyes wide open because I have no idea yeah. what's going to happen. Um, and, and 
to give everyone a visual here, there's an AC blowing right on me. Oh my gosh. So I'm like cold, nude, and on a wooden table. I'm like, what is about to happen? So she lights a stove next to me, like essentially like a one burner type thing. That's how we're heating up the oil. Oh, so there is a pot of oil on the stove. And that was how, like, as she did the warm oil. <laughs> so you're going to be deep fried. Yeah, really. Exactly. <laughs> That's how I felt. I was like, I'm, yeah, I'm about to get fried. So then she's taking the oil out and drips it from, like, li- not my face, but right below my face. So neck to toe. Like, mm-hmm. my whole body is now covered in about an inch of oil. <laughs> oh an gosh. inch of, like, thick oil like not oh solid God, oil so not amazing. like a coconut oil but like a really thick oil i don't even know what to compare it to like thicker than olive jojoba. oil I, or like castor we didn't oil. get that far <laughs> castor we oil. did not get that far in the conversation <laughs> so i guess the the difference between an ayurvedic massage and a, and a swedish massage or a massage i've gotten before is that it's long strokes which mm-hmm. i really liked so i felt like with an american massage i've normally gotten here it's very like okay now i'm gonna do this quarter inch right. of your arm and right. that's it right, right whereas with her granted it was a little uncomfortable to begin with but she kind of had like no boundaries like she yeah. was just going like top to bottom to top to bottom of my whole body but it was like okay she's actually going with how my body is my veins go from my arm to my toes from my neck to my toes and so it was it made sense to me like once I got over the fact that a I was nude (laughs) b I was laying on a table now I'm in about a puddle of oil because she dripped it all over me and it fell to the sides but it was really like it was so great Mm -hmm. I did not I loved it I loved it did you ever turn over yeah, so then you turn over, and she did a little bit, like, of lifting my leg and bending it and massaging, like, the backs of my legs and stuff. Totally. Still open. <laughs> oh, God. Still open and everything. Um, but, I mean, we got over it. Yeah. We got comfortable with each other after about 15 minutes. I was like, you know what? She probably sees this often, and hopefully I look better than some she's seen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, she's literally finished. Like she had touched every, every like every I was, yeah. I was massaged. Um, yeah. <laughs> so then I guess the part that they were signaling the back and forth begins. And I'm like, how long have I been in here? I have a wedding oh ceremony oh tonight. I need a shower at this point. Yeah, like yeah. dry shampoo is not fixing this. You can't yeah. wipe this off. Like not only that, your dress would be like so oily. I was like, I've got to go. Yeah. yeah. So then we start part two. Like, I thought I was done. No, no, no. Now we start part two, where she, again, lights a new pot of oil. And she put, like, this almost, like, headband, even with my eyebrows. Or, mm, I guess, covering my eyes. So, more even with my eyes. And I'm laying down face up. And she pulls this little, like... To me, it just looked like a hole, but it was a gold like kind of pot with Mm -hmm. a hole in the bottom where she would pour the hot oil through this pot and it would drip from the hole onto my forehead. And then the the headband she put on stopped it from coming further down my face. So Mm -hmm. it was just focused on my forehead. And she moved this little pendulum thing back and forth for a good 30 minutes, (laughs) back and forth on my forehead. The whole time it's just pouring oil down me so so it's this hot oil coming across my forehead dripping through my hair dry shampoo is not an option at this point (laughs) dripping through my hair and then down the table had like a little hole in it in the back so the oil would come through my hair down the hole like I guess onto the floor I don't know what was down there um so that part was like 
it was almost like hypnotizing yeah because you had yeah. this thing passing like across your forehead back and forth back and forth um i loved it <laughs> no like awesome. i walked out of there and i was oh the best part so now i'm fully saturated in oil hair face head i mean everything covering all i was like i can't even put my clothes on at this point like <laughs> i my clothes would just stick to me how is someone gonna let me in their cab or their tuk-tuk like <laughs> i'm gonna have to hitchhike home it was a lot of things were going through my head once yeah. this was over so then the room that i had previously referenced yes. is a shower it was uh-huh. actually a shower where me and the masseuse. <laughs> no, no. So, you had a shower with your masseuse. She took the oil out of my hair. I guess they have like a certain type of shampoo that oh, like cuts the grease oh, okay. essentially. So you're and in then, the shower with her? So it was like a shower head with a draining floor. Like it wasn't like a closed in glass yeah. shower like we have. It was like yeah. a bathroom that has a drain and a shower head. Yeah. Essentially. And she was in there with me. <laughs> and she showered clothed. you. She did my hair for me. She did my back. She did the backs of my legs. So she got pretty much everywhere I couldn't yeah. touch. Yeah. Um, and then she gave me the, it was like, it wasn't even like a soap. It was almost like a grit or like yeah. a paste yeah. that I like clean the rest of my body with. And got dressed and, and left um, <laughs> and was like, what just happened? Yeah, so yeah. My, one of my friends had come with me and we like both ended around the she same was like, time. None of that was supposed to happen. It had, <laughs> it had been two hours. Mind yeah. you, we thought we were signing up for an hour massage. Yeah. Oh we would signed you ever up. think that anything like that would be less than? Well, we don't it. know what we signed up for. Right. Like, right. We were like, okay, this one. Yeah. Cross <laughs> yeah. our fingers. We were like, it's real. It's inexpensive. Like, surely it's not going to be that long. Two hours later, yeah. oh my we're God. now like, I want to get on a plane right now. <laughs> oh my God. You know what would happen the whole time with Sheena since there's a language barrier? She would be asking questions constantly yeah. in English. I wanted to She'd ask be like, questions. Have you ever been to Paris? What's this oil? <laughs> yeah, right. How do you eat? Well, What's your culture like? I, would I really wanted of, to know what I type of oil it is. Somebody was like pouring oil <laughs> yeah, at that. I think you would have would an O off yeah. planet. Yeah, Sheena would like orgasm instantly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this is like my jam. <laughs> yeah, this is like a happy ending yeah. massage for her <laughs> well it we like i mean i liked it so much the next city we were in i was like all right we need to find ayurvedic clinic <laughs> oh, and god. get another massage and we did so i have two now two under my were belt were they the same oh my god well, um the second no one so the first one for anyone that's familiar with india we were in like one of the more southern cities so i think it was less like influenced by other cultures so it was like much more traditional whereas the second mm-hmm. one not that it was touristy but it like they gave me a little like sarong to put on for instance was the difference okay right. <laughs> um, and their facility was a little bit nicer like you can tell they charged a little more mm-hmm. um, but it was still very like same procedures we figured out what we had gotten not that I can pronounce it but we were able to like order that again yeah. through a nice <laughs> google search nice. and um, <laughs> got it again and I mean it was like such a great massage. That's awesome. Like I don't think I can get like a sixty minute sweetest massage ever again. No, no. That's <laughs> Sorry, all yeah. the spas in New Orleans. And you're like my someone, business. You're yeah. someone who doesn't even hates being like touched. massage. Hates being touched. You, I love like, hates being this naked. Is why this like, is so yeah. good. Like it really, the universe just really threw you into the ringer there. Yeah. It was like not only are you quitting your job, you're going to India, <laughs> yeah. and you're, you're gonna, gonna be get touched someone, all over. Like to rub the the 
last life four out of you. years out of your <laughs> yeah. life. Yeah. And this woman, she couldn't have been five feet tall. She, I was surprised <laughs> you could reach me on the table, to be honest. She was so sweet. She was sweet, Sheena though. reincarnated. <laughs> she was so sweet. And like, we were kind of trying to talk and you like, yeah. just couldn't really. Yeah. It was, it was awesome though. That's I was like, good. Sheena, I just did the coolest thing. I texted her after. I was like, Sheena, I just did the coolest thing. I can't wait to tell you. <laughs> You're going to be it. so proud. It was probably like my exact And text. jealous. No, yeah. <laughs> I want to go. Like, yeah. I'm ready. Like, <laughs> it was awesome. Can we like fly that massage yeah. therapist in that's a good idea well That'd so whenever we got back to Houston so I still had one week in Houston um my friend who had come with me he was like okay I found a legit Ayurvedic clinic in Houston we need to go and see if it's like it is in oh, India gosh. so I wonder if we did like a google search or something wait, wait did we could find one boy? here it's like a boy yeah. massage so a boy massaged him like that yeah full frontal open mm-hmm yeah <laughs> okay that's they're awesome. not well around. at first yeah. they were like um same room and we were like, no, no. thank oh God. God. Oh my God. Like, <gasps> <laughs> I yeah, mean, traumatizing. Yeah. yeah I was yeah, traumatized funny. enough just yeah, me and just this you. woman. Yeah, Nevertheless, yeah. like my colleague and yeah. another That's good male to know masseuse. because Amberly yeah. and I always tell them that we can be in the same room, but we're <laughs> yeah, always we under sheets. Yeah, that's nope. true. And the no lights sheets. are off. Yeah. No sheets. Yeah. Lights on. Sheena's always AC like, on. can we have the couple's massage? And the guy last time literally told us no yeah we were like he didn't give us an answer why as to why he's just like no you can't have that this time (laughs) we were like okay okay we won't ask questions (laughs) you do we'll just go our separate ways (laughs) that was probably the most like crazy not crazy experience but like yeah for you i don't know an experience yeah Yeah, that's like that's like stepping in and like that's like a baptism for your new life in oil yeah oh my gosh yeah Uh baptized by oil Uh uh-huh so you did that, which is, oh my God, I'm like envisioning. I feel like it did just happen. I want to like post the, I have pictures. So I, I was like, I have to take a picture of this room right now. Yes. I want to oh post, gosh. I'm going to post them to the group, the raw talk yeah. group. Okay, good. This is like After the most illegal massage watch. ever. Yeah. <laughs> of it's course. the illegal massage. Illegal by yeah. American standards, yeah, but obviously like the most healing thing that you could ever do. I know, but, um, seriously. What, so that you did that and then you like played with elephants and monkeys and you mm-hmm. did like so this was it really it was like your eat that's pray awesome. love trip mm-hmm. that's quit awesome. your job even though i fell asleep during that movie Go to i India. think it could relate <laughs> that's <Yeah>. awesome <laughs> and um so yeah the big thing is that you have quit your job because you have always had an interest in hair and oh, cosmetology mm-hmm. and so like despite all logical explanations and mm-hmm. um statistics and whatever anyone else could come up with that would say that you shouldn't do it you you quit your job and you're going to cosmetology school yep I start literally a week from yesterday um and it's so true like everyone's like wait what everyone I told and a lot of people like that I you know, is working side by side with, they don't know me outside of like the corporate environment to know that that's where my interest had been since I was younger, like to know that. And so to them, it is like a total 360 or 180. I don't know. Yeah. 180. I don't know the degrees. (laughs) Um, but to me, it's like something I have always had an interest in. And Mm -hmm. Sheena and I would literally cut kitchen foil to highlight our friend's hairs. Like when we were like 12 and 13 years old, like it's something we always like love to do. Yeah. But again, the logical me, I was like, well, I'm, 
getting like really good grades in accounting. And I took this really hard test and had no problem with it. Like, I guess Mm -hmm. this is, you know, what someone wants me to do. So this is what I'm going to do. And didn't really think like, well, what do I want to do? Yeah. Yeah. And then once I was in it and I was like, okay, well, what do I want to do? Because this is not it. Um, I said, well, you know what? It's a year. It's a little financial investment, but it's a year Mm -hmm. and I'll kind of see where it goes from there. Well, I think this is also an important point. Did you, you had appendicitis, didn't you? At one point, was this before you decided to quit your job? So my appendicitis episode (laughs) was when I personally knew I was going to quit my job. I was home over break, um, was keeping it from all of my friends, my mom, everyone. Mm -hmm. So I personally made this decision and didn't want to tell anyone else because I didn't want anyone else's input or like swaying or anyone's like, negativity because there has been a lot of like oh i'm that's sure dumb. i'm like, sure that's stupid that's it's silly. not logical doing that? Yeah. yeah and so i didn't want that to influence my decision in any way so mm-hmm. i was i was lying i was keeping a lot from my friends from people i loved and then it all decided to go into my appendix and give me appendicitis yep <laughs> yep yeah <laughs> Yeah, that kind of stuff happens yeah, a lot and, energetically. And this is the thing. So like just just an analyzation of actually what that is. It's really not that you need to be forthcoming about everything that you're creating in in your personal mind and in your heart and like following your soul. It's not that you need your surrounding family members and friends to be on your side or even in the know of it, but the fact that you that you fear saying it is is just the fear of actually you doing it. Mm -hmm. And so it's more about that because it's not, because you don't need anyone's approval. Right. And even when people were like, what are you doing? I'm like, you know what? I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but it's kind of like what I feel like I need to be doing right Mm -hmm. now. So I'm just going to do it. And you know what? If in a year you're laughing at me, then fine. So be it. I'll figure it out. You followed your heart. Like who gives a shit what happens, right? Like no matter what, we talk about this all the time. Like who Mm -hmm. cares? Like it's not about other people. Your life is not about other people. You're here to experience like your Your soul's desire, Mm -hmm. your interests. You're here to be happy. You're here to be on a mission for more joy that spreads more joy to other people. Why are you laughing? Because it's true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and well, and the people that do know me the best when I tell them, they're like, well, yeah, duh. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, that is what you should be doing. And that's, Mm -hmm. we can't wait for it because it does align so well with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be like perfect for you. Yeah, exactly. And you can just see like the joy and happiness like emanating from you way more than, you know, when you were doing the corporate life that Mm -hmm. was not aligned with you, you know? So that's so awesome. It takes so, so much courage to do what you're doing. And I think it's like so awesome that you're doing it at, at such a young age, because most people don't figure this out until they're about to retire and then they're stuck and they can't right. do anything. Or, well, and then you, know, you feel like I've invested 30 years at this company. Why would I quit now? Right. What's, yeah, what's 10 more years to get yeah. my pension? What's, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's kind of like a, 
well, it's and I feel like but people get like that in a relationship. It's well, all I've logic. I've invested enough, yeah. to where there's like always I'm an just gonna stick in it. But there's always yeah. a rationalization. Right. You could Excuses. rationalize that like you spent yeah. five years in college and right. all of this college time, right. and you're really good at it. And you you know one more year and you get this raise, and one more mm-hmm. year and you get this raise. Like mm-hmm. you could rationalize. But then it you at end this up point 50, too, and right. you're like, it's where more, did my life go? Yeah. It's just right. about like making decisions in the present moment. In the present moment, you recognize you're not happy, and what would make you happy is moving towards this direction that's what you did and mm-hmm. like Amberly said it does take a lot of courage and I'm so I'm I'm proud of you no matter what you're doing but it makes me so happy to see you on a mission to make yourself happy in a way that's like it's like that unconditional love that I have for you is just like beaming through this experience that like I see it happening from your own heart and it makes me so happy mm-hmm. I'm so excited and I wanted all of our listeners to hear that progression because you give through your story you give a lot of other people the permission to do the same thing oh and I think my work was scared of that they were <laughs> yeah, like yeah. so how how's everyone taking it right I'm like you know a lot of people are saying I'm inspiring yeah <laughs> right <laughs> right and I didn't think that they bit their tongues <laughs> yeah yeah it's <laughs> awesome yeah but you know what like if if everyone starts operating from a place of love, mm-hmm. like it doesn't mean that you can't have employees. It doesn't mean that people aren't going to show up for work. It right. just means that you, you recognize people's needs and their, and, and things just bend a little bit more and you, and you trust that even with the bending, things will be taken care of. It's a, it's a much easier state in well, Europe. And, for example, things still get done. Right. Things well, and I think people are still different happen. to where that does align with some people. Some people love the security of a corporate oh, yeah, job and they definitely. love all of the benefits mm-hmm. and all of that. Yeah. So it's not like corporate America is going to fall on its face if everyone goes out and does no, what I'm doing right. or follows their heart. Cause right. that is perfect for some people. Definitely. But I think there are a lot of people who are scared to take a jump and if they did and if everyone did kind of follow their hearts, like I think society would function so much like fl- more fluidly because mm-hmm. everyone would be happier and doing what they're yeah. like supposed to be doing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Definitely. We're all on a mission to learn and we constantly are trying to give people the inspiration to learn from a place of joy and, and fearlessness and following their hearts. Word. Cause why not? Yep. One life. Mm-hmm. Maybe one life. <laughs> yeah, really. I don't know. Yeah. We one life know. in the third dimension. But one worth, life on this timeline. making that one life worth One it. life on yeah. this planet. <laughs> one life at this present moment. One life that we know of right We're now. We're not sure. We don't know anything, actually. <laughs> we know nothing. Well, um, Sherry has a Tinder date. Yeah. Wrong app. Bumble. Bumble. So we got to wrap, <laughs> got to wrap this one up real tight in a little bow. <laughs> um, thank yep. you so much for being here. I love you. Of course. Yeah. My little sis, uh, she's going to be here at Raw Republic two days a week <laughs> while she's in cosmetology school. So if anyone like to say, Hey, she'll be here helping me run some accounting stuff and welcoming people upstairs at the space. If you want to come stop by, um, she's on Instagram as well, but she's private at sherry s-h-e-r-r-i underscore m13 props i don't think i even know my handle <laughs> yeah. to be honest every That's time awesome. i try to tag you in something oh you have to write it I out have to write That's it so freaking glitch in yeah. instagram it, yeah it's gotta go <laughs> so um you know where to 
get in touch with Amberly and I. We're both on Twitter. She hates it. I like it. We're both on Instagram <laughs> and we both have email addresses. And uh, we have a Basic Witch Super Course coming up in October, which is filling up quickly. So email the space at rawrepublicjuice.com if you're interested in that. As always, reviews help us out. Shares help us out. So do that if you can. It helps us to keep this podcast moving. And we thank you always for tuning in. Have an amazing week. If anyone can get an Ayurvedic massage somewhere where they are, yeah, take a picture of it. Yeah, yeah. so I can and like imagine myself there. Your, not with <laughs> your naked body, please. <laughs> we don't yeah. want nudity. Why not? Going you can on. like fuzz it out. Okay, yeah. if you fuzz it out, <laughs> censored. Yeah, Amber, Amberly likes modesty. Okay. No. Um. <laughs> okay. Whatevs. Whatever. Whatever you want to. Wait, but I really me. would want to know. This is Sherry. If it's the same here as it was in India. So if yeah. anyone has had one in America, please like write on the Facebook group. Yeah, that's the a good Raw idea. Talk group. Yeah. I want to know like comparatively. That's true. Yeah. Actually, this is something that we, I never mentioned at the end of the podcast, but we have a group on Facebook. It's called Raw Talk with Sheena and it's a closed group where we can talk about some of the things that we've talked about on the podcast and just some health related things and spirituality related things where if you don't want to kind of express that in the global world um, and just kind of want a, sh- a safe space to do that you can request to be a part of the Facebook group and it's just a good way to share and connect so yes have an amazing week everyone eat a donut save a life (laughs) (laughs) save a life eat a donut yeah say bye Shay bye everyone thank you for listening to this if you made it to the end yeah (laughs) they will it was awesome love you guys bye bye